chirpy. Sounds of spring in the suburbs. Howdy. It's Kelly. It's the Never Too Much podcast. In the parking lot of a uh, medical clinic. Let's go get a checkup. Let's get my depression and anxiety pills refilled. Uh, Having a great time. I save the second half. I'm, I'm, I'm saving second halves. It's just a sign. I'm going to be 43 in a couple of weeks, and it's, I guess, it's just time. You know? I used to be a second half. Well, we're here. Let's do this. You have your notes. You can figure out what you meant later after a nap. But now it's just, oh, let's get up. Let's do it. Keep that fire. Keep the close games close. Broadcasts have been fantastic. I'm disappointed we can't get the any of the Van Gundys on the New York series. What a colossal mix-up that was. Mark Jones in New York and the Van Gundys in Sacramento. <clears throat> uh, but the option to, uh, to use the uh, uh, local crews during playoff games on your laptop, which I cannot recommend enough, but I think we're on to the, uh, the national folk, which is good. It's just, I want Stan Van Gundy describing a quarter that starts off with both teams shooting zero of 14 and not, well, I think Stephen Curry should shoot it from 28 feet after just dribbling it up a little bit instead of uh, 30 feet analysis. He's he's been tremendous. I enjoy Stan. Brian Anderson, he, you know, he's okay. Just coded stuff sometimes that annoys me. Uh, it's not a good thing when I say I prefer him on Brewers games. But he's fine. Sparrow Ditas, <clears throat> he was a, he was a young buck. And I think he got into some off-the-court trouble. Uh, but he's had gigs with the Knicks and the Lakers. And he's maybe like a year older than me, two years older than me, or something like that. Like, he had him 20 years ago. So, him and Grant Hill, they're the squares. They absolutely are. But they were also the first ones to call out the Suns guy for slapping back down into his vinyl seat. Did you get that imagery? Just, you know, the sort of bar that has booths and that he's he's astride a booth, you know, kind of. And then that's where it takes place. That that weird sort of, you, you got to swing your thighs in area. <clears throat> Either way, it doesn't look, it's not a good look in the first place, but let alone because of, because you're settling into a seat that is like, uh, you know, something you'd find at Fenway Park. You know, it was made for... I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good luck. And, uh, I love Nikola Jokic even more for it. And I, I wish it would have been with two, two arms. And also where was Isaiah? Did I miss Isaiah when the thing happened? 
did he go cut out early to blame his daughter for uh, some sort of domestic disturbance? Was that, did I miss? TNT is doing a great job. ESPN. Yeah, the, the, when they're throwing the Hubie at us, just rock solid on it. There's no let up in, in the basketball talk. It's just basketball. Doris is just, it's all gold. Her and Mark Jackson are the best of the bunch at this point. And uh, I'm going to have some uh, soda water with grapefruit juice in it. With a little tiny bit of grapefruit juice in it. It's fizzy. And uh, I also dug the, uh, you'd think it would be kind of obnoxious. You know, kind of the worst parts of that whole kind of... Kind, kind, kind of the the uh, what we call the Woodstock '99 generation, which is which is Richard Jefferson, and me, and uh, you know straight millennial, JJ Reddick, and uh, you think put them together, you're gonna get obnoxious town, and they they were great, they phased each other out in a good way. I dug it. Uh, it wasn't. You know, there was a lot of back in the old days, but that's the first thing that springs to their mind. They haven't had enough. A lot of these players just have not had enough time to not be in on it. It's just I was a player every day, and now I have to be an, 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 an analysis every day, every day, every day. ESPN, radio hits, podcast hits, Twitter hits that I have to hold up. And uh, there's never enough time to leave your wife at the altar. Listen, my issues with Richard Jefferson... You know, they went away during the broadcast. Ryan is a fine, Coco is a fine, uh, always dug him. Or listening to a St. Patrick's Day game on uh, March Madness Day years ago where he's like, oh, this guy's really good uh, with the Nets. And uh, yeah, they just, they they were great. I dug it. It was it was nice to have, yeah, in their 40s. Reddick's not quite there, but still, uh, younger people talking. It was great to get out of that uh, boomer sort of Gen X thing. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, sorry, but there's there's a lot of that out there. And I don't want everyone to in the broadcast to be uh, saying things like cringe or YOLO. But, you know, we don't have to have introductions to Merriam-Webster from 2014. We don't have to do that. Uh, but I like them. I like them a lot, even when they're fawning over a golfer whom Grant... Hill also fawned over in between speaking truth to power about the worker shoving the the, the management. Uh, so yeah, I'm having fun so far with it. There, there's not a stinker in the bunch. There's not a drag in the bunch as we'd hope the point got across a couple weeks ago. Just the combination of circumstance that allows for a second round to be this strong, even with, you know, how many wins did we lose between Milwaukee and Memphis? But post trade deadlines and the uh, uh, the brilliance of one of one man, not single handedly, but the lead surgeon in taking down a team that was no fluke. This was not a Knicks team that, yes, they played their tail off every night and they executed, but it wasn't the typical overachievement laid bare. In the postseason, 
Cleveland was no fluke. They punched him in the jaw and made him work and made him execute, and Cleveland wanted nothing to do with it. And then couldn't when they wanted something to do with it. You know, the Knicks are being are down two games to a uh, team that was on the brink of losing in the play-in that lost a game in the play-in. I'm aware of all the circumstances that points to fluke, fluke, fluke. But we didn't say it when everything was reversed in 1999. Don't call the Knicks a fluke. It was, oh, that was a team that didn't, then Gunny didn't start, and then he didn't really play. And they didn't really adjust, and then they all hated each other, and then they realized in March that they had to get their act together because the regular season ended in May that year. So they were able to, to glom on. And we were like, well, that's, that's the fluke. It was a fluke. Shouldn't count for no, no. It was like, oh, this is a good first round series. Well, that's what you're getting out of this beautiful second round. And the same goes for I know Memphis is superior. When healthy to everyone involved, but that's just the way the NBA is lined up when there are 20 odd teams going for it. The ESPN lateness thing, I've been badgering about it for ages. It's out now. It's great to see other people complain. It's good to, to, to feel the, the nasty vibes. It really is. It's in to know that you had a part in that, and that uh, unease. It's, it's what your legacy is all about. Then getting coaches to keep their players on, uh, on the floor, even after they've recorded their second foul, because it's counterintuitive to protect a player from being taken off the floor by taking them off the floor. I don't know if I used what I even said. I think I said counterintuitive. I was too busy making eye contact with a guy in a white van slowly driving past me. Um, I don't know if for friends or if I should just cancel the appointment and drive real far. Uh, yeah, glad to see they're doing that. The Larry Brown thing of like, okay, I, I, well, I don't want my player to miss minutes in this big game, so I'm going to sit him down for minutes or just not doing the math. Like, okay, no one's saying you should keep him on the court for the last 10 seconds of the half if he has two fouls, but if he has three fouls at the half, I think that's okay. I think we can handle that rate with a little, you know, coaching. The Lakers stuff, uh, you know, I, I don't, can't remember when I wrote it, but I hope it was a season preview. Maybe it was the, the, the in-between previews. Just Lonnie Walker was signed for this. So to see him in that first quarter the other day was marvelous. And to see him in the third quarter and fourth quarter returned the other day was marvelous. So then, so boom, that reintroduction right away yesterday, last night. Oh, oh, ain't that something? Yes, I did say that they were going to come back from 3-1. And when I display that stuff out there, it, I'm not the, – the way I look at all these predictions is I just look at each day. That's why I put them, them up there for you. How are you feeling about – this particular brand of basketball functioning at eight o'clock on TNT on a Tuesday. It's going to start right at TNT. It's going to be this, you know, this vibe. We're going to be 48 hours out, you know, just, just you've, you've all, you've been there with me all year or for years. Thank you. This appointment is out of pocket. So thank you for your help with that. And, uh, 
just getting an idea of where you think these teams are going to be at, recovering-wise, adjustment-wise. Who's going to be still stumbling? Who's going to be like, look, we made the big move, and now you have to deal with it? You know, okay, Steve Kerr dragged Anthony Davis through the pick-and-roll yesterday, but, like, so what? We knew that was happening ages ago. So what I do is I just look at it, okay, it, it made sense to me. Not that I'm encouraging betting, and it usually doesn't go this way. But yeah, these this is how I thought the first batch of these games would go. And then I'm looking at it like, oh, the Golden State should be able to, to just make that stuff happen in Game 5. And then all the pressure at home, and then who knows, because it's Steph Curry and he can do that in three counts. My counts more than two. And that's, that's what I was thinking. So, so far, so good. We'll see how that plays out. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Uh, a much closer series than uh, some of the blowouts would count for. Uh, tonight, pressure on Denver. Dig it. Can Michael Malone come up with something to take advantage of a mm, average point guard playing in a supreme postseason series? The biggest, boldest trade deadline, Clyde Drexler pickup Suns. Versus the best team in the NBA. And uh, at least remaining. This is just been their stuff. And uh, yeah, can you make Cameron Payne seem like someone who he should be on the floor? He's He's a good, okay player. He is capable of being the starting point guard on a championship team if all the other positions are wholly taken care of and there's a bench. And we don't know that about Phoenix. But it's close. It's close. And as I wrote, it's just, it's it's not quite fluke, but it gets there. Ask your Denver fans. You know, the, the, the and one that Nikola Jokic almost put in, that's not a crazy shot for him. These aren't blind, nonsense heaves, okay? Three-pointer that went in and out. Uh, As everyone happily uh, dug in on, yes, he was stretching to try to get fouled and just trying to hang in the air with that last one. It was all there in Phoenix, even with Devin Booker shooting. I I think Booker shot 24 for 20. I think that's what he ended up with, which is just, you know... Good for him to put himself into that sort of position to, to break physics, physics like that. Um, yeah, we finally found someone who was willing to go 120%. So good for Devin on his 24 for 29. Uh, can you hold up in Denver? It is a legitimate thing. I, I, uh, they made fun of Jalen Rose on the Twitter for pointing out that you got to have your legs correct in Miami. And it didn't seem to me like the the stuff I was talking about before. Ha ha ha! They're going out there dancing, disco boogieing. <clears throat> no, just maybe the humidity is a thing. And that uh, you just got to be glomming onto those waters in the hotel. You know, get a get a get a free banana, get a nice little pear. You know, get something out of the out of the uh, lobby. Maybe that is a thing. Someone said he's trolling. 
It's Jalen Rose. I don't know. Are the glasses trolling? What is trolling in 2021? But thin air in Denver is a thing. And the Suns were... Uh-huh. And that's not why Denver won. Denver won is because they're a deeper, stronger, capable on better sides. Uh, been running the same stuff all year. Know what they're doing. Can beat this team. Have the, one of the best players in the NBA. That sort of deal. But also the air. You know? And it was kind of weird to see Denver getting gassed in that dry dry heat. So again, just it's not an all-star game with defense. Uh it's just you know, watch Monty Williams run plays for players to get their head back in the game out of a timeout. Oh, you just missed a shot, here's a shot. Oh, you just missed a layup, here's a layup. You know, just that stuff, that in a game where your season's on the line and every possession, and even if there's a hundred of them, it's every possession still counts, and you're doing that stuff. Get them all in. Get them all in. Get them all in. You know, I, I dig that. That's why they're there. Don't agree with all the eight and stuff, but as I wrote, eight and keeps coming back. I tried to throw words in there. More words to make it sound like I love Aiton as much as I do in real life in that last piece. It was just I had I had a joke and I wanted to wanted to go with it. And that's all I kept thinking in that game three. Was was not the Pat Beverly fifty percent thing. I that's that's up and down. But yeah, there's a million of basketball players like I, I don't care. I will bust you for twenty two points tonight easy, but I, I don't I don't care. Uh and, and good for them. Work is work. Uh, but I do dig it and I dig his little flip shots and I hope you know he got called for I can't remember what the scenario was I don't think it was a review. It was it was something where he should have been called for something or shouldn't have been. I don't even know if it was a travel. Doesn't matter. And he wins it. And the camera shot of him on the bench, and he's celebrating and rubbing it. In. It's like, geez, just just be cool, be cool. You weren't supposed to get that one. Be cool. Don't go from ahead like this. Don't. And but he's he's DeAndre. And he's super young, and I hope he's in the league in 15 years. You know, because sometimes it takes that. The oh, I'm 30 now, and I got young punks. Oh, now I'm interested. I wanna, I wanna beat them at this. Look what I can do. I learned this from Jock Landell. The guy from the TV. Yeah, the guy from the TV. I'm just saying, Jeff Probst, how long can it last? Say Survivor with new host Jock Landell. Even if you don't know he's a 6'10 Australian basketball player, you say yes. Bring that character from Oklahoma into our television sets 
because the only people that watch Survivor still do it on television sets. Sorry, Skeets. Love you. The champion. I haven't seen an episode. I've never seen an episode of Survivor. I was home for a summer after college right before I moved to Chicago, and I was going out for one night, and I went up to my parents' bedroom, and they were watching Survivor in the first year. And I was like, that's cool. Tell me how it ends up. Oh, wait, I'll just check the internet later. So you could do that in 2000. And that's, that's as much as I've seen. I have, however, seen nearly every episode of Ed. Less proud of that. Uh, I mean, it was all right. Not, I didn't have anything to do. It was the first year with the TiVo. It was like, all right, let's, let's tape Ed. Save Ed. You know, there's one on every day. It was pre-Arrested Development. It was pre-streaming. Let's watch Ed. The girls are over. They played a rock pile song in one episode. They played Teacher Teacher. Uh, so, yeah, I'm already on the record for how I think the Warriors thing is turning out. The, the, the Knicks are different. It's not... There's a lot going on. Come on. Julius Randles, obviously, to pick a percentage... And cut it by 10. And Emmanuel quickly's in a boot. There, there, there's not much you can do with that, even against an 8th seeded, 6th, 10th, 7th, 11th, whatever we think it, they are. These Heat. Phoenix is absolutely capable of pulling that off, but three counts for more than two, and... You know, keep trying to come back up against that with your pull-up runners off the box, Devin Booker. Oh, those are so tough. Again, you just spin that a little too long. You're like two feet away from the goal. And you shoot a bank shot. And these guys are six. Six. So the torque, my friends, the torque is different. It's different torque. Than, than we're used to coming in from eh, a little farther under the rim and with not quite the wingspan inducing not quite the velocity. Is velocity the right word? Don't know. So, I'm not quite ready for I, I just wish there were extra days for Philly, Boston. They knew what they were doing. And I wrote about it. Yeah, and I was used to doing it. <clears throat> for every 48 hours, up and down and up and down, he's used to it. It's a pattern. We can he can live with that. Whew. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I wrote that Philadelphia can can kind of ease off the, the press a bit in Boston. Uh, it's still Boston. It's going to be raucous. And uh, let's talk about home crowds. Miami showing up. Showing up in their seats. That must be hap that, that's what happens when they're not a first seed. And these people, corporates, whatever, don't buy the, the tickets a million years in advance and give it down, give it around, give it around, give it around. And then, you know, third, third game of the semifinals. Well, it'll be like the second game because they'd have home court back then. It doesn't matter. Miami, you're showing up. Phoenix is loud and good. 
Uh, Boston and Philly are obviously the best. They just are. They're just loud. It's a constant shh. Like when everyone is coming back from halftime in the in the Phoenix game, that Phoenix noise, that greatness that you just heard teeming, throbbing earlier, is not there, and you can hear the fake crowd noise, and you can hear the, the echoes from the, the tape that they're playing and stuff. It's not good. Boston, not so much that they're back by halftime. They're using the bathroom. They're getting, drinking, turning around, getting back in line after sculling a beer and getting another beer. Make that too for my friend. There's no friend. There's there's no friend. Uh, it's just it's just noise. It's just noise. I've had so much fun. That beautiful Philly court, those blues, those uniforms, both the Philly uniforms, straight blocks, cursive. Wish the cursive font was low was was larger. The tiny font seems to be a thing to me. Maybe it's the age I grew up, but that sort of smaller font on something to me seems cheap. But then these kids are probably looking at me going, yeah, you back in the 90s, you guys had like a giant like font on every one of these sweater shirts that came down to your knees back then. And and then later. uh, I found out lilacs are that smell I like. That's fun. You're like, so that's lilac, huh? Okay. And not because of like a body soap situation, but the, the real deal. Do we leave out a team? ESPN-ish people or, or ESPN people. That came after Olbermann and Stu Scott and Kilborn and uh, and 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 most and Patrick and Eisen, and uh, were just gunning for it with every bit of copy that they they put in that teleprompter that they wrote down, and I just you know I was enjoying the Montel Jordan song on my own. I didn't need to be deadpanned the lyrics to it. We've done this joke before, I think. Did it end with Alan Houston? But he's tremendous. And the word of the day calendar stuff is great. Ha 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 ha. It's, it's a big word, but like, okay, yes, please. Something else I can use in front of the the, the, the nurse here. Well, yes, the, that is trinimation. I couldn't think of a big word. because I haven't seen a Mark Jones Doris Burke game in a while. It's been too long. And Doris is just on it. Just on, turn everyone in the room. Shush. She's talking. And uh, it's it's been a delight to see Hubie in the second round. Because I remember when TNT and TBS were both showing games, playoff games, and they had a million games to show, and they didn't have any room for Hubie Brown on their broadcast lineup. And then he went. And coached a team, which he didn't see coming. We thought, that's it for Hubie Brown. It's 2001. Why would Hubie Brown have any role in anything moving forward? He was the voice from the 80s, and then he was the voice from the 90s that you liked, Kelly, because he was a he was like an old school guy that talked about basketball. Whereas in the 90s, everyone's just like, ah, blah, blah. I'm Doc Rivers. I'm Danny Ainge. I'm making jokes about my golf game. Blah, blah, blah. 
So I thought it was over with. And then he comes back and kicks ass in Memphis. Sorry. But when you're talking about Memphis, you have to talk about kicking ass. And now he's calling names on broadcast national TV in the year of our UB 2023. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I wouldn't watch him to want him to coach my son or daughter, but but goodness, goodness gracious sakes alive, do I enjoy him calling basketball games. And you know what? Find find some old quotes. Find some old Bill Walton things if you're if you're ever bored on the YouTube. One of the find find some old uh, you know. He's left-handed and figures to be so for the rest of the afternoon. That's just, just tremendous. Oh, so so you're you're dry and funnier than all of us if you want to be, and you're just you're just you're just goofing. You're just goofing. Okay, okay, Bill. Ask Mark Jones. He's good with the dictionary. Is that subversion? I don't know. And yeah, Grant Spiro. You know, they line up, and it's not because of the quality of the game. It's not because Denver and whomever are piling shots up. It's just a good, that's a good pairing. Jefferson and Reddick should be hell on skates, but it's a good pairing. Uh, uh, and what would be awesome would be uh, Sarah Kustak in there, just alternating. Or, or, or you know... Just any other woman of that age, it, there's, there are dozens of them ready to rock. Speaking of which, Stephanie Reddy, 15 years ago, like when Doris was taking all that heat on ESPN, you know, at a random Wednesday night game in Denver, the 10 o'clock game, goes, is that Doris Burke doing now? Wow, cool, Doris Burke doing an NBA game. Okay, oh, she's 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 better than everyone else in this. Uh, uh, down in Charlotte for the Bobcats, Stephanie Reddy went from, oh, that, that, that sideline reporter is telling us more stuff than that sideline reporter than these two talkers have said this whole game. To, uh, <clears throat> no offense, Steve Martin and Michael Cage, I believe, are the team. To uh, doing uh, analyst work, color commentary, and uh, the the first in the in a local sense that I can recall. I know uh, uh, who's the legend, Mount Rushmore woman in Phoenix was on a uh, HuffPost Live interview with her. Nancy Lieberman-Klein. Nancy Lieberman. Um, she did some, and it was celebrated, because maybe it was on more of a, that she had a larger slate of games to do or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, she's great, and she can step in at any time. So having her on as a sideline is, is, uh, is just a, a, it's a good time. It's always been a good time. Shout out to Bob Neal. Shout out to Danny Ainge. She was good. Doc Rivers was good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go uh, tell them that I uh, haven't really haven't really left the house since I moved into the house which was that I've stayed in, but we're hopefully going to move into a house. And yeah, that way you won't have to, you know, it'll be easier to find that pulse next time. But in the meantime, I live with a chef, okay? And he cooks. He cooks meals. And if they don't have butter, they have cream. 
Oh yeah, let's do that real quick. Okay, let's open up the what NBA year for from eleven thirty six. Must be in there early to do paperwork. Oh, these are the classic skybox. You wouldn't know it from the from the pack. They should really show skybox on the pack itself. Oh look. Speak of the coach, Steve Kerr right off the bat. So these are stats from the eighty nine ninety season. These are the classic Skybox uh, junior high photo background classic cards. How classic? Pretending that he's he might be passing. I mean, it's technically a triple threat position, but for him... Hmm. Oh, it's still a threat. It is a triple threat because he might punch you. He definitely might punch you. So, uh, yeah, basketball shorts, maybe a third of the length of the... Uh, Compression shorts, bicycle shorts, we call them. Okay, AC Green, just just dripping his way to the. Uh, boy, that's Skybox, and uh, and he's got a kid in the NBA. Buck Williams, man, this is a team I'm putting together here. That do I have a five so far? I think I do. I think I do. Kurt played a lot of shooting guard before he went to the Bulls. Uh, he's driving on Mark Jackson there, which makes me feel good. They rarely put the teammate. Not the teammate, but the opponent. No, these cards. They're like, Mark, there's something about you we just don't like. So we're going to have this guy with a knee brace blowing past you with his offhand. Okay. Of his relationship with World Wide West and Dewan Wagner and LeBron Jordan and LeBron Jordan. Wow. Well, you know. So they played in Israel the year before, but they're given an NBA card. That's the, that's the, reach the World Wide West had, even in 1990. He's like, I got a client that I need you to Photoshop a media day picture of in a live action. And he has an NBA past. He's, he's a career averages of three kids. I call him the microwave. But this is a power load attack. Eddie Lee Wilkins being guarded by Cernus Marcellonis. I recently watched Michael Jordan. Real quick, no one talks about the game after the shot. Which is Jordan? Oh boy, I gotta get in there. Which is Jordan hitting his first playoff triple double against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden? Bulls were the a better record than the Bulls that year because Doug Collins said, "I don't want to pull a card." Uh, ooh, Dick Mata card. The tinted tinted sunglasses, tremendous tinted sunglasses. Mark Allery, Larry. Speaking of knee braces, John Sunvold. How does John Sunvold? not have a knee brace. For those of you who want to look him up or can recall him, did, did Scott Brooks steal his knee brace? I got it inside. Sydney Green? Uh, no, no, but uh, I love you. Subscribe if you haven't. It's the playoffs. There's there's more basketball. And uh, oh, there are the birds.